hello and welcome to Sideways. In truth, I'm not the most organised of people and some might even say I'm slightly chaotic, but there are certain things that I like to do in the same way every time at the same time. So I am in that sense very much a creature of habit and routine. One of those things is making notes about the episode so that I can record this introduction on a Wednesday morning in the park when I'm walking with the dogs. It is Wednesday morning and I've forgotten to make my notes and anyway I haven't finished editing the episode so I'm a little bit uncomfortable because I can't remember what we talked about other than me feeling upset about the change in name to Pret-a-Manger which they now apparently call Pret which is a disgrace. Um, So there's not much I can tell you about the episode except that it's the usual fare and this week we're talking about trying to keep things in perspective and so uh, I'm trying not to worry about this introduction too much. Keeping things in perspective. Come on girls. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. You all right? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm all in, I'm in good shape, thank you. You've got a red T-shirt on today. I don't, uh, I don't, don't remember seeing you in a red T-shirt before. I, no, I don't wear many reds. This is just one that's got buzzcocks written on it. Uh, it's a buzzcocks T-shirt. Is that your, um, Is that the band that you like that you haven't got any music by? <laughs> I love them and I've got loads of their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that one dealt with then. Yeah, it is. Yeah, thank you. Didn't we used to cover one of their songs? Ever Fallen In Love, we did, didn't we? Yeah, We did, yeah. Yeah, great track, which has been covered by many other bands. Not as well as we covered it, though. Uh, absolutely not, no, because we had a like a bass solo running in it halfway through, didn't we? <laughs> which was great. All right, yeah. How pretentious is that? Oh, no, it's great, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we get back on track? Uh, well, yeah, well, what do you mean back on track? Have we actually got on track? Not really, no. Uh, no so should we get on track? That's it. We'll start on track. We'll get, get to the, the start of the track. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to just tell you what my notes are headed up right. as, Yeah. which is uh, getting things in perspective. Okay. Which is... Um, well, it's fairly self-explanatory, isn't it? It is really, but I think it's quite important for everyone who wants to, to sort of reduce stress and anxiety. But I think it's particularly poignant for those of us that, that want to maintain a successful recovery from drug and alcohol issues. Because um, I know from... Um, from observations in groups, just how much stress and anxiety can seriously hijack your, mm. your recovery. So it is an important point. And, I, I, gl- and I can often... Sorry, did you want to say something, mate? Sorry, I cut I across just, you, isn't I? I was just going to tell you that I was pleased that um, you meant that type of perspective because I was worried briefly that you might be wanting to talk about the perspective that you use as an artist. And I thought I'm not going to have much to... To oh, add could, to that, really, I could have, I could have put. <laughs> we could have talked about disappearing points, couldn't we? And, yeah, so you've we lost me already. That. That's it. <laughs> already gone. <laughs> but uh, no, it is the perspective of uh, everyday events, really, and putting them right. in in places to where they they should be. Excellent. And I was just going to go on to say that, that I can when, when I'm again just the observations I see in group that I can see people's recovery getting back on track or getting on track when they start to be less irritated by the small things that in life and start to find small things enjoyable mm. um, it's a sort of a tipping point and it's a good it's a good point you think oh yeah yeah they're starting to get it now and I'm so sure people said that about me when I was at that point so the so the 
day when you recognise that dropping a teaspoon on the floor isn't the end of the world. Exactly. That's 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 about it, really. Yeah. And mm. and the small things like the the smell of a freshly brewed cup of coffee is is a joy. Uh, yeah, you got one there. Yeah, I've got one in my um in my Father's Day mug. Oh yeah, it's Father's Day, isn't it? Which we'll come on to later. Yeah. Oh, we can. We've got a Father's Day bit, have we? We have a little bit. Yeah, just Excellent. at the end there. Yeah. Lovely. Um, but before we start, mm. um, I talked last week about uh, the Aspire to Be trip to Whitstable, if you remember rightly. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. Where we we like to encourage family and friends to join us. Yeah, um, I've, I've never the, been. I've never been encouraged to join. No, you haven't. No, no, I, you don't fit under either of those banners, really. <laughs> But um, I think you'd, you'd probably be more than welcome to join us on one occasion, but I'd, I suspect you'd turn it down because you're grumpy. <laughs> if it's outside of your schedule, well, that's it, isn't it? You don't want to know. <laughs> um, so one of the guys brought along his dad. Nice. And, and, and we, got some, we got some nice feedback from his dad. Uh, and he was saying that it was lovely how, how welcome everyone made him feel. And he was surprised how normal everyone was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is, uh, I think we're thinking, is that complimentary? Yeah, it probably is. But, you know, it, we, we don't see ourselves as normal, really. It's, just, it's, it's a strange thing. I suppose we, it's... Um, we like, it's, we like it's the, to be a, sort of outside of... Uh, we have our own little clan, our own little group. Yeah, it's kind of, it's almost the definition of a backhanded compliment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. It was obviously meant in you know with with kindness yes it was one, one, one could absolutely. receive it as <laughs> sort of wonder what you expected then well that's it isn't it but, but, I, but I remember having exactly that same thought when I first went into groups I didn't know what to expect yeah I thought I was gonna see a lot of crazy people then I just didn't yeah um but this guy luckily he was I mean he was a really nice guy himself he was a he was a West Ham fan and he liked the Ramones I mean what more do you want <laughs> <laughs> Onto the, onto the subject matter because we I, th- I think you, you you know we all know don't we that uh, everyday hassles um, they can get us irritated and stressy and there's a couple of phrases that came up I was thinking about this as to some of the phrases we use um, that illustrate this when we get irritated or little bits and pieces and I, I don't know if you said it or if you if you if you ever hear people say things like you know I can't believe this is happening to me. Oh God, all, yeah, yeah. Or why is or why is this happening to me? This is this is awful. You know, I can't stand it. And it's the sort of phrase that we we throw about. It's it's in that just at that point, isn't it? When things are becoming, we're getting irritated. Mm. Yeah, I, yes. I've I've heard people say that many times. I've probably said it many times myself. Yeah, I think I think we all have, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, when I was looking at this, also about um, putting things into perspective, I, it, it struck me that it's. Quite similar to, you know, we did a, an episode on catastrophizing. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, um, it, it's similar to that in, in some of the some of the bits that come up, but it's it's sort of a little bit more nuanced. Um, and I think if if you can get things into perspective, you're less likely to catastrophize. So it's it's almost like a prequel to an episode we did before. Yeah, so I think it's also there's a, there's another connection to catastrophizing, and that is that when you're thinking about um, ways of getting things into perspective so improving your ability to do that yeah it's one of the ways in which i think you have to do it is you have to be aware of your personal tendencies so if you have a tendency to catastrophize being aware of that and being able to acknowledge that that might be what you're doing when you're blowing something up out of all proportion yeah is quite a good way of diffusing it 
Yes, it is. You're right. Yes, yeah. yeah, it does because it, it does start to put things into perspective at, at that point if you can recognise it. So they are quite of interlinked. So how do we put things? Well, that's one of the steps we should look at when putting things into perspective, which is what I sort of research really. Yeah, I was going to say, I expect you've got some, haven't you? I have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. I'm so, looking forward to them. Well, there's one that I remember you. I'll come on to, but there's one I remember you telling me about many years ago, probably way back in the day when we used to have a little meeting before I went off to improve. Impress a manger, just yeah. called Pret these days, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, they've dropped the manger quite a long time ago. Yeah. Did they? Why? Yeah, I don't know. It's too much of a mouthful. Hey, boom. boom. <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not very happy about that. Perhaps you're not, but um, it, it's it's just. Called Why does everything have to be shortened all the time? Why can't we leave things as they are? Exactly. When someone say, "Oh, can I have your deets?" Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That rewinds me. I mean, that's not really much of a shortening, is it? It's a word that doesn't need shortening. No, it's ridiculous. I, I'm, it's, it's upsetting me. <laughs> Just I, can't believe, I can't believe this is happening to me. Get, get it in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting it in perspective. I'm never going in Pret-a-Manger again, and I refuse to call it Pret. I'm always going to call it Pret-a-Manger in the same way as I will always call them Opal Fruits and not Starburst. Okay, well, you, you, as you wish, as you feel, yeah. as you, if, if that helps you deal, and not to catastrophize about it, then that's fine. Anyway, um, get, let's, let's, get, let's get things back in perspective then at this point. Yeah. And look at the reasons why or, or, or the steps we should, we should take to help us get that. Uh, right. The first one that came up was um, ask yourself, what are the costs to you and other people around you when, when you react, when you overreact? That we're looking at really here when we do sort of um, blow up a very small thing out, mm-hmm. all, out of all proportion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got to consider at that point what what effect is it having on your own emotional state and really and those around us. Because I think we can, when other people see us lose their temper over small things, it can, it can have a negative effect on them as well, can't it? But certainly okay. on, on our own emotional state, it, it can. Uh, yeah, I think I think the impact it has on your own emotional state is the one that is probably. Is, is likely to be most influential. You know, if you recognise that you're flying off the handle at the tiniest little thing, like the changing of the name of a sandwich shop, <laughs> yeah. if you recognise that that is something that's making you miserable and you see yourself doing it consistently, I think that's probably, quite honestly, more likely to change your behaviour than realising that other people get a bit fed up with <laughs> Yeah, I think you're I right. Think you've, you're kind of caught up in a whirlwind of your own emotion, aren't you? You are. Which Press is bloody manger. Yeah, that's <laughs> upset you, mate, isn't it? Yeah. That's upset me. I'm bringing the news, which is which is months, maybe years old. So, right. well, I don't get out much. No, no obviously not, mate. No. No, you should try. <laughs> anyway, what we should do, reading on from what you're saying there, we should stand back and observe at that point when uh, when when something upsets us. You know, because I think we usually upset ourselves about our interpretation of events rather than what's really happened. Perhaps the press and manger one, it's not a big deal really, mate, is it? You know, they've just dropped oh, that's a couple an exce- of... That's an exception because that is a big deal, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's, a, it's a great example. So hang on, what was this, what was the suggestion here? Take, stand well, back, well, to take... stand back and observe it really and, and to, you know, not to, you know, because our interpretation of the events, that's what we really need to look at because, rather than what's really happening. Because mm. I think, again, it goes back to catastrophizing, but it's a very small issue. Um, and we perhaps have interpreted it in, in other ways. And we can go off in all sorts of angles, can't we, once we start to worry about things or get annoyed about things. But what are you putting? So, okay. So when you stand back and you observe, yeah. so you kind of recognize you've got yourself het up. 
Yeah. And you stand back and you observe what are you doing? What is that? What is that observation? What's the purpose of that? What are you thinking at that point? Well, I think I think you detach, don't you, from <clears throat> from the actual problem. You know, you right. can, uh, I think that's really it's a detachment way of doing it. So you can stand back from the from the issue and don't let it worry you, and and, and you can then put it into perspective as to, as to where it stands as a big issue in your life, really. Yeah, because there are other things. The reason I ask the question is because I think when you stand back and you observe something, there are probably other things that you need to do as part of that observation, aren't there? Because otherwise there's a danger that you kind of just go round and round in a circle with you that same do, thought. Yeah. yeah. Because, I, I, you know, let's face it, most things that people catastrophize, trivial as they are, probably not as trivial as the renaming of Pret-a-Manger. <laughs> so, you know, for instance, if you are, let's think of a typical example. Oh, I don't know. This is, this is one that comes up a lot, and I bet it probably comes up a lot with people in group. When you text someone on WhatsApp and you can see they've read it, but they've not responded, <laughs> right? Yeah. The old blue tick anxiety. Yeah. That really sends a lot of people into a flat spin. It does, so, doesn't it? So people might feel very affronted if it's a friend. They think, well, why have you flipping read it and not responded? Or if it's your partner or, you know, someone you're in the foothills of a relationship with, then you start to get anxious about, oh, maybe they don't really like me. What the hell are they doing? And so when you sort of stop yourself and you stand back and you observe there, there are kind of other things that you have to do. Perhaps you're going to come on and talk about some of those. Um, well, yeah. Some of the next point was, remember, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> and I think that it might feel like the end of the world to me. It, so, you know, if I've, st- you know, I've started dating someone and I've texted yeah. her and, and she's not responding for four hours. That probably yeah. does feel like the end of the world. It might feel it? like it, but you have to remind yourself that it's not. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> you think it's, that's enough, though? It's temporary. Well, see I, see, I think at that point, at that point, I think it's useful for you to say, to, for you to ask yourself, okay, what other possibilities are there here? Oh, oh yeah, in that in that particular instance, absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, because there, there's loads of possibilities, aren't there? Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I do it. I do it. I, I sometimes read messages and think, oh, I'll respond to that later. Yeah. Oh, um, I know that. Yeah, because know, th- I'm quite often on the receiving end of it. <laughs> well, you think oh, sometimes I pick it up at work, for example, yeah. um, and I look at it and I think, well, right, yeah, no, I don't need to deal with that straight away, but I can deal with this, you know, when I get to lunchtime, for example, or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I might have sent you an amusing video of someone falling over. <laughs> you might, you might, I might see that you've read it and obviously watched it, and then nothing, nothing, bloody well, tumbleweed no. for hours. <laughs> Well, I know, okay, if it's, it's a video, I don't have time really at work to, 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 to mess around watching videos. Oh, oh, you're, until, so until I, oh you're so to, busy, aren't you? Well, well, I'm just painty. I've got paint all over myself. I can't, you know. <laughs> so it is, yeah, but I can, I can understand that anxiety, and I've, I've had it myself. Um, but, yeah, you do go through these different scenarios, and you're catastrophizing. You're looking at the worst case mm. at that point. I mean, it's, it's easier to try and focus on the best case. That point. Yeah, that it's would, not uh, easier to. It's better to, but it's not easier to, is it? Because I mean, if I send you a message and you, yeah. I see you've read it, and then you don't respond for about six hours, I think that's yeah. it. He's relapsed. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. he's down the pub. Yeah, he's straight down. He's but down the pub, isn't he? Yeah, what well, I've exactly. Said, what I've said something, haven't I? I've upset him. So you've gone right to the far end, haven't you? <laughs> I bet he's down Pret-a-Manger with someone else. <laughs> someone else getting, getting proper advice. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, exa- so you've gone right to the fire and where you really should, you need to rein that in, don't you? Exactly. Because what, what I do in those situations, I think, well, what are the other possibilities? Well, yes. one is he's covered in paint. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I know he's a selfish bastard anyway, so yeah. I wouldn't expect any different from him. Yeah. 
uh, and probably, you know, multiple other possibilities. But I think that is an important thing. It doesn't always work, but I think it's useful for you to kind of consider what might be alternative explanations for this patently uh, disrespectful behaviour. Well, yeah, I agree. And I can, I, I, it's, it's, it's another story, it's just, just occurred to me actually, um, where I started to, um, I, 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 didn't, I wasn't getting things in perspective straight away because we had a power cut the other night. And I don't know if you had it where you are, but no, there was a I power didn't. cut and it was, it was dark. I might have been asleep. Sorry? I might have been asleep. You may have been because it was dark outside. Oh, I definitely it, would have been asleep. <laughs> and when the, when the lights went off, it was absolutely pitch black here, where, in my flat, right? right so the, yeah. I could see nothing. It was literally, it was literally nothing at all. All the lights that are out, outside that normally light up the gardens and stuff, all gone, yeah. all gone yeah. out. Yeah. Nothing I could see. Yeah. Um, and I, I was trying to, th- and I was thinking, I've got to get my phone because it's got a light. And I thought, oh my God, no, I remember it was, it was on 1% last time I looked at it. it was, so I haven't charged up. And I was trying to find, trying to find my phone and I stubbed my toes on the coffee table. I was cursing. <laughs> Of course, things were racing around in my head. What's happened? Have I not paid my electricity bill? Or you know, what's it, if we got a, is, 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 is this going to be out for hours? I'm not going to be able to put my my alarm clock won't go off in the morning now when I go to work. And oh, mate, I was getting myself in a terrible panic. Yeah, I had to put it in perspective. Suddenly, boof, the lights came back on and everything was okay again. Ah, uh, okay. So, so you were saved from having to regain perspective. But do you think you would, you know, had there been a um, a power cut all night long? Yeah, as Rainbow sang about once, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, was that about a power cut, that song? <laughs> I don't think it was. Think it's, it's just a power cut all night long. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, had had that gone on all night long, do you think you would have been able to regain perspective? And if you were able to, how would you have done it, do you think? Yeah, I would have. Because I, I, I had started to sit it out. I right, thought, okay. I'll just, I'll just yeah. sit this out. because it, it won't go on forever. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> And, and it's it was not as bad as Pret a Manger, you were thinking, weren't you? No, exactly. Yeah, there's there's worse things to worry about in the world. Um, but yeah. I, I looked out when I looked outside and saw all the lights were off everywhere. Right. Thought, oh, so it's not that it's not just me. It's just a uh, issue. Okay. Um, it's 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 obviously the whole of the uh, the, the block is out and the blocks up the road. So I just um, sat it out really, and it didn't take long, and it came back on. Television mm. suddenly flashed back into life. Mm. And away we go. And then you have to go. Oh, but what was it isn't the way you have to go around and set reset the clocks on your microwave and cooker and all that malarkey. Don't bother, just leave them not showing the right time. Doesn't matter, does it? Do you, you, can you tell do, the, do you tell the time by your microwave then? I don't know, but well, I, yeah. doesn't matter then, does it? And no, but uh, I like to have it right. I like to of course have them you all, do. I like to have them synced as well. That's that could be a nuisance. <laughs> you, have, you like to have them synced. Yes, so the one on the cooker is the same as the one on the microwave because what, to, it, to the second. Well, if it's a minute out, it annoys me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. but that's, 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 that's something I shouldn't worry about, isn't it? I should get that in perspective. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't. But then that kind of brings us on to another aspect of this, which is sometimes you have to make an allowance for the way that your mind works. Yeah. And actually sometimes doing that. So, for instance, I know I'm teasing you about it, but if it upsets you, that there is a discrepancy between the, the clock on the washing machine and the one on the microwave, well, fine. Get them synced. It's not. That's fine. It doesn't yeah. matter what anybody else thinks, does it? True. No, exactly right. So I think something you have to kind of find this balance between um, recognizing when you are getting things out of perspective, and also the things that make you feel kind of more comfortable comfortable in life, which is fair enough, isn't it? It is. It is. 
Um, and, and the ne- it leads quite nicely on to the next point, really, because I remember you saying this to me a long time ago. Um, I, I can't remember the context, but you, you said to me, how would you feel about this in a week or a month or a year? So whatever your problem is, um, because we're often hijacked, aren't we, by, by our overreaction to the, to the present moment. So um, and we often we can forget about it the next day, a bit like the power cut. It wasn't too long until everything fell back into, into place. Yeah. So, you know, those intense feelings disappeared don't they, over time. Yeah. Um, so you just have to, have to be patient and, you know, this too will pass sort of scenario, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's one of, that is one of my favourites. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously, it's not easy with everything, but I quite, I've, I've quite often had a conversation with people where they're going through something that's very difficult. I mean, even if it's something that they're perhaps not taking out of perspective because it genuinely is a real trauma in their life, I don't know, breakup or something. Yeah. But what happens, I think, is that we, it, when something very bad's happening, we imagine... There's almost something inside us that says, oh, this is going to go on forever. I'm never going to feel different. Yeah. And if you consider something that you're going through in the context of your entire lifetime, quite often the things that we're really struggling with are like a pinprick on that line, you know, assuming that we live a reasonably long life. But so that is a way of getting perspective, you know, to consider what it is that you're going through, however bad it is in the context of all the years that you're living um, and so even if it is something quite traumatic, like a breakup, you know, that's not, even if it lasts six months or a year or whatever, um, as difficult and as uncomfortable as it is, there's still a lot of life that isn't affected by that. Yeah. I think yeah, so that's true. quite, it's quite, um, quite useful. It is. Well, I liked, I remember thinking at the time when you gave me that advice, I think, yeah, that's quite good. That is good for you. To come up with it. <laughs> I think it's the only good idea I've had in the oh, last yeah, decade. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at these events, trying to get in perspective, I think if if you if you try and look at it just as an inconvenience, you know, because it, 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 it'd be nice if it, if everything went our way all the time, wouldn't it? Um, but the, the world's not like that, you know. And, and rather than label it, I think we, sometimes we can label it in our own head as as being you know, awful or disastrous or something you can't tolerate. And if you try and see it as a minor inconvenience and, and, and it will pass, mm. then um, I think it's easier to, to deal with it. Yeah, that's true. That um, The observation that you make there that we all have an idea in our own heads about how we want everything to go. Yeah. And I think we forget about that. And so in that sense, there are, I think we've spoken about this before, that those two worlds that we occupy through our lives, the world in which everything happens the way we want it to, and then the world in which everything happens the way it does. Yeah. And so if things aren't happening the way you want them to and you can't make them, you kind of have to accept the way that it is happening. Because if you don't, it means you're not kind of inhabiting either of those earths, those lives. Mm. And that is inevitably and always a place of suffering. For, just for example, and you've probably come across this as well, you might be talking to someone and they suddenly they just look at their phone and mm. they don't, they don't answer you back. Mm. <laughs> and you, th- you get irritated. You think, oh, that, uh, you know, that's, it's, but it's, again, it's not the end of the world, is it? It's, it's an irritation. It's an inconvenience. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't change your life, but you just got to sit with it. No, agreed. Work through it. Yeah. Or, or, or let it explode and, and get into a proper row, which I think is probably, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. do anyone any good. A bit like, uh, what was his name? That comedian, Stuart Lee. Oh, yeah. 
when the, when he when he caught that person looking at their phone at the front, he absolutely ruined them, didn't he? He did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not all of us have that uh, luxury of being a, a stand-up comedian that can ruin <laughs> someone in front of a thousand people. <laughs> You know, if you're just talking to someone and they rudely look at their phone. I mean, it quite often happens with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but you let it go, don't you? I mean, you can have, you can have a word there, but it's not, it's, it's, it, it's inconvenient, isn't it? It's, yeah, I let it go because I think to myself, well, to be honest, probably what they're looking at on their phone is more important and interesting <laughs> than I am. <laughs> so I can't really blame them. <laughs> um, but the last thing I just wanted to go on to really was just very relevant to, to us in recovery is to remember the, the serenity prayer. Oh yeah, um, serenity prayer. Mm. Yeah, which which I'll just quickly quickly say the first verse of it. Which okay, is do God I need to gra- close my eyes? Uh, well, you, no, you don't have to do that. Oh, right. <laughs> God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. But it's it's the accept the things I cannot change is the is the bit that always sticks out to me mm. because that is that is getting it in perspective, isn't it? Getting issues in perspective, the things you can't do anything about. So get it in perspective, you know, um, and, and it's, it's not something you're not, you're going to need to, don't let it worry you. You can't change it, let it go. No, and the wisdom to know the difference is pretty key, isn't it? It is, yeah. Because if you, you know, if you think, for example, that you can do something to change back the name of Pret-a-Manger, then uh, clearly you're... <laughs> You're misguided and you're going to expend a lot of emotional energy unnecessarily. You are. I mean, you could spend your life emailing them, couldn't you, and get in touch with a CEO and all sorts of things created a fuss and have little placards outside there. <laughs> we want the name back. <laughs> I might do that, actually. Do you think there'd be a groundswell of opinion behind me? Oh, people will laugh at you. It'll lift people's day, wouldn't they? Wouldn't it? When they see you getting abused in the street. With your little uh, placard. I don't want to be a figure, and f- a figure of fun. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> I was going to say you've, a finger of fudge. <laughs> you've made yourself one right there. You? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it, really. I think the only thing, just a, a little quote, just to end okay. into my notes with. Gandhi? Uh, no, it's not. It's, again, I, can't, I hadn't attributed it to it. I couldn't find it was, it was attributed to. Mm. Uh, but it, go, it goes like this. Um, the only thing you sometimes have control over is your perspective. You may not have control over your situation, but you have a choice about how you view it, which is right, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, that sounds quite Buddhist, doesn't it? It does. It because, does, really. You know, a Buddhist, the Buddhists would say that suffering is in the mind, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think that, uh, but it, it wrapped it up nicely. Mm. Well, that's so you say. So I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I think, with that. I think, I think I and the audience will be the judge of that. <laughs> okay. Well, if you'd like to add something else to it, this, this I don't want to add anything to it, but I, you know, Feel if free. anybody wants to write in and decide that isn't a good way to end it, then please <laughs> do let us know. And I'd be happy to deal with the criticism accordingly. <laughs> It's not the end of the world if you criticise me. <laughs> it's just a minor blip, and we'll, we'll crack on with it. Mm, all right. So we'll go on to the gratitude list, shall we? Yes. Okay. Well, I've got one inadvertently quite appropriate for this week. Um, it might be the same as mine. I don't know, but go on. Really? Uh, well, I've, I've, um, I'm grateful this week for moderate discomfort. Oh, no, it's not. No, in that case, <laughs> wildly wider, uh, wider right. than mark. <laughs> so I... Oh, discomfort, is that due to the heat, would you say? Or? Well, yeah, that's what sort of prompted it. Um, right, okay. Because I thought I'd, and I... The word moderate is important here because I don't want okay. to tell people that I'm happy to be in discomfort all the time because no. 
that that would be untrue. But one of the things about moderate discomfort, like a sweltering night when you've got two dogs lying on your bed um, and no no air to breathe, seemingly, is when that kind of breaks and it kind of feels fresher again. It's like the 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 part that comes after the moderate discomfort, the relief is a joy, isn't it? It's like we've spoken about this before. You know, people don't people um, do everything they can to avoid pain and sadness. But actually, pain and sadness, if they didn't exist, then joy and happiness and comfort wouldn't mean anything, would they? So, no, they wouldn't. Um, so this week, I'm grateful for moderate, I should have put short-term discomfort on this. <laughs> because getting out of it and feeling something different is obviously made more powerful by the existence of it. I can relate to that. I get that sometimes when I perhaps just turn over in bed. You suddenly realise you, your back's hurting, your, your neck's exactly. cricking. And you yeah. turn over into your position, the comfort is glorious. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Quite right. Um, okay. Well, mine, no, mine, 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 I thought you were going to talk about, because on my gratitude list, I've got Father's Day. Um, oh, no. I, I, well, I wasn't going to put that because um, I haven't seen any of my children yet today. No. Well, well <laughs> I, no, mine was slightly ahead of schedule because I saw my, my daughters, both of them, yesterday. Right. So it was, a, it was an early father. It was like a Father's Day weekend, effectively. Nice, lovely. Um, so it was lovely spending time with both of my girls. Um, so it was lovely to meet up with with uh, with Lizzie because I get to see her so often. That's nice. Um, with uh, over at um, Emily's house, my oldest one. So that was that was lovely. Lovely. So lo- lovely. And they gave uh, you a mug. Uh, no, this, in fact, this mug oh, yeah. is from years and years ago when there was, my children were quite wee. I only oh. ever drink. I only drink out of it on Father's Day. I think it's. Quite do nice. you? You've yeah, got enough mugs to have. Uh, mugs for specific days of the year have you uh, well no no i don't have one for every day of the year right. <laughs> a, lot of cu- a lot of mugs in my cupboard have you got your <laughs> october the 13th mug <laughs> no if i have there are some that i drink out of it probably a, a superstitious one like you when you don't drink out certain mugs on days the football's on for example yeah, well, I've, I've got past that now you have good yeah good well i'll put it into perspective you did put it in pers- into yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, so I was really pleased to see my my, my children yesterday, and that, and so I opened the gifts that they gave me today. Lovely, which, which was which was nice. And um, uh, and talking about perspective, the card I had from Emily, I'm just going to read you out the verse that's, on, that's printed on this because I think it is relevant, mm-hmm. and it pretty much sums me up. It's great. It says, "You deserve a Father's Day that's chilled out and relaxed. So why not put the football on and grab your favourite snacks?" Because nothing in the world could be more stress and worry-free than penalties and extra time in cheating referees. <laughs> Enjoy your day. <laughs> which which okay, fits in nicely what we're talking about here, getting things in perspective. Um, so that's it, really. Just going on to Spotify search. Yeah, hang on. Uh, um, perspective. Oh, I've got no idea what you'd have for that one. No, I couldn't find very much. There's, there's, there's a track called New Perspective by Panic at the Disco, which is I rather you, like. Is that what you put on? I have put it on there, yeah. Is that just because you like the name? I like the name, but I like the track itself. I thought it was Did good. you? All right. Okay, I'll let that go then. And the bands that we like but have never purchased any material, I've got the Pet Shop Boys. I've got a Pet Shop Boys album. Have you? Have you? Yeah, see, I mm. haven't. I haven't got any of their stuff, and I really like them. It's strange, because I always like that when it comes on the radio. Oh, yeah, it's good. Never dad, bothered to my buy dad any bought me a, My dad bought me a Pet Shop Boys album. Uh, Did he? Which I think is the only album my dad ever <clears> bought me. Uh, let's not start on the muffled trumpet again. We do. <laughs> okay, um, so this week I've chosen. Okay. Well, it's not strictly speaking a band. Okay. But I've gone for Mozart. Uh, because, um, when my dad died, uh, 
well, it was actually when my, I suppose it was when my mum died because she died second and we cleared the house out. Uh, my dad had a vast record collection. And by the time we got to around to um, sorting that out, I think we got so sort of tired of sorting through all the stuff that we just let his record collection go. And I've always felt a bit sad about that. And I think there's probably a lot of stuff that would have been in his record collection that I probably would have appreciated now that I wouldn't have appreciated when he was alive. And I'm sure that he would have been able to educate me in the ways of Mozart, but as he's not here, I'll have to put it on the, um, on the list of musicians, composers that I have no material by, but would uh, like. Have you got any Mozart? Uh, no, mate. No, uh, I, don't, I haven't got any classical albums. I must. Oh, um, well, actually, no, I've got a CD. I think with with the sort of uh, classical greatest hits, as it were. Right? Yeah. You've got hooked on classics, haven't you? <laughs> Something like that. No, <laughs> is that the one where they're all rolled in together with a beat behind it? Yeah, yeah no, shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Anyway, that's it then. That's about it, mate. Yeah. Good. Okay, mate. See you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Sideways was created by Graham Landy and Martin Pankhurst. If you want to read more about our work or sort through the extensive archive of past episodes, just visit grahamlandywellbeing.co.uk forward slash sideways podcast. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at Sideways Podcast. And you can email us if you have a question or if there's something you'd like us to cover. But most of all, we want to tell you how grateful we are that you come and listen. And we ask that if you've enjoyed what you've heard, that you spread the word. And we'll see you next week.